You're listening to the Quince podcast. All is not well with the Indian cricket team as the men's team begins a difficult South Africa tour with a test in a ODI series on the heels of an explosive press conference by Virat Kohli just 24 hours ago. Ahead of the tour on 15 December, Kohli spoke at length about the process that was followed in his dismissal as the ODI captain and openly contradicted BCCI head Saurav Ganguly's version of the T20 captaincy change, stating that no one had asked him to stay back in charge once he had made up his mind. And adding fuel to fire, Kohli further clarified that he was informed about his dismissal as the ODI captain by the selection committee only 90 minutes prior to the selection committee meeting on the test squad on 8 December. And that contrary to rumours and media reports, he was and still is available for the ODI leg of the tour and never communicated with the BCCI asking for a rest. At the end of the press conference, it was his word against the BCCI president and Kohli was clearly unhappy and ready to take a stand. While Kohli said that he accepts the BCCI's decision, the practice of unceremoniously dismissing Indian cricket captains is not alien, with many like Ganguly and Tendulkar being at the receiving end. So, what does the poor handling of dismissing captains speak of the BCCI? And will this off-field drama right before a crucial test series affect the mood in the dressing room? To discuss this, we spoke to sports analyst Chandesh Narayanan and Abhishek Mukherjee, the chief editor for Cricket News. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Himmat. Virat Kohli, compared to previous Indian cricket captains, has always been very vocal about the lack of communication between the cricket board and the team, from Rohit Sharma's injury during the Australian tour, to handling workload, and pertinently now about his dismissal as the ODI captain. His dismissal as the ODI captain came as a surprise to many fans and experts, given that Kohli has been one of the most successful ODI captains, winning 65 matches and losing just 27. What further added intrigue to BCCI's decision was that Kohli earlier in September, while announcing his step down from the T20 captaincy, expressed that he wants to continue leading the test in the ODI series. According to an Indian Express report, the selection committee was averse to having separate captains in white ball cricket. However, the BCCI seemingly failed to communicate the same to the captain. And this lack of communication, according to Abhishek Mukherjee, the chief editor for Cricket News, is not a one-off, but has unfortunately been a part of Indian cricket for decades. He goes over how many captains in the past have been unceremoniously dismissed. We must remember that back in those times, BCCI, I mean, uh, the cricketers were not professional cricketers. It was not a professional setup. You must remember that. Things have changed. So what was probably, I won't say acceptable, but barely acceptable now is probably not as acceptable today. So say, suppose, but uh, things have happened in the past. Say uh, in the 19, uh, so in 1958, 59, West Indies toured India for five test matches and India had four captains in that series. So uh, they, they had Ghulam Ahmed, they had Polyum, Umrigar and before the f- the fourth test match, Pauli Umrigar resigned. He actually made the captain speech, the the customary pre-test match captain speech, and then he uh, abruptly resigned. And the selectors were and the Indian team was left without a captain. So 15 minutes before the toss, 15 minutes before the toss, none of the cricketers knew who would lead them. 
So uh, the West Indian team, some cricketers asked Subhash Gupte on the ground, who is your captain? Gupte said, I, we don't know, it's all communal. So when this conversation was happening, roughly at that point, the selectors had taken Vinu Mankar to a toilet inside the stadium and was and somehow managed to convince him to leave. Ganguly's second uh, was, uh, again, uh, there are multiple versions. All we know mostly is around the, that infamous leaked email. But other than that, most, uh, many, uh, ma- uh, there are many facts, there are many uh, speculations. I still haven't been able to find out one correct, cohesive, uh, what do you say, chain of events that would explain exactly what happened. There are so many versions, people speaking for Ganguly, against Ganguly, for Chapel, against Chapel. What I, uh, what we do know is, we saw, I mean, Ganguly, going back to domestic cricket, he didn't have a great uh, outing, but uh, he made a comeback to the Indian side. And, of course, I mean, after that, we saw the 2007 World Cup and things like that. It was unceremonious and BCCI could have handled that better. And uh, Azaruddin and Tendulkar were both sacked. Uh, Azaruddin was sacked and Tendulkar replaced him and then we know Azaruddin replaced Tendulkar again and Tendulkar replaced Azaruddin again and so on. I mean, these things happened. Before that, uh, in 1985, India were losing against England and uh, there were speculations on whether Gavaskar should be retained as captain. But, and there was a selection committee meeting over this, and it went on till 9 p.m. It went on for three and a half hours. And when wow. it happened, the board asked Gavaskar to meet the selectors. They were put up in a different place, not in the same hotel where the cricketers were, were staying, were living. They were playing an ODI that day. Gavaskar, the press was waiting outside the cricketers' hotel, and board asked Gavaskar to scale the walls to escape the press. So Gavaskar uh, later mentioned that uh, while scaling the walls, I made it. Sh- I made up my mind that I am not going to lead India after this series. Sports analyst Chandesh Narayanan adds that the unceremonious dismissal of captains shows the lack of professionalism in BCCI and that the organization will continue to face this problem if it does not solve its problem of communication with players. I think uh, the the history of captains being sacked unceremoniously is uh, is checkered in the sense that it it is uh, all over Indian cricket history because uh, of the way Indian cricket is run. Earlier it was run by the royals, then it was run by the businessmen. What, what has happened is that uh, over the years, uh, a mishmash of people from uh, from politics to business have taken over Indian cricket. It's not run professionally for a board that earns 12,000 crores by selling two teams in the IPL. It needs to be run a pro- like a professional outfit. It's not. And uh, the moment you have uh, a, a, a professional sport being governed by amateurs, you can't be doing work uh, for the love of the game and not and claim that you're not being paid for it and you're just doing it for the love of the game. You'll always have such mess because your uh, attention is uh, devolved and you're looking at 30 things at the same time. So this is just one of the 30 things that you're looking at. And uh, sport is a professional uh, job these days. And uh, if players on the field are professionals, the management of the field also needs to be a professional management. You're looking at about 50,000 crores. And uh, the management of the the sport is on an amateur basis. If you keep doing that, you'll always have such problems. And uh, there is no other reason for that. As long as you have a professional sport being run on amateur basis by honorary people, you'll always have this problem because the person's controlling. Remember the word control in the name. 
will always look to control the sport that's why they won't they don't want anybody to speak or you speak the 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 root of this problem is a lack of communication there is nothing else lack of communication at all levels media doesn't get told anything the captain claims that he's not been told anything the players don't know anything uh so it's at all levels and it comes from the fact that because uh we we do our job like you no know, recording this podcast we know this job if we don't know this job we won't be doing this we won't be doing it even for the love of the uh, the job you need qualified professionals to run the sport and that doesn't mean former cricketers it means if it's a professional's job a doctor's job is done by a doctor in this case the the firstly the there needs to be and it doesn't happen in any other cricket board only place where an administrator quote unquote sits in a selection meeting is in india no other country are you trying to tell me that the five selectors are not able to convene a meeting are we still in the 70s and 80s this used to happen in the rest of the world in the 70s and 80s and we have been carrying on this tradition since 30s can't the five selectors organize a like a video call amongst themselves can't the video call be recorded and if anyone has any doubt can't it be seen later anyways most of the meetings are video conferencing these days so it's all a mishmash it's like a it's the reason why they tried to reform the board and it is the reason why the board was in a mess and nothing has changed it's not about individuals it's about the rot in the system all eyes now are on the upcoming south africa test series with fans worried on how this off field drama will impact the mood in the dressing room and missing from the squad is one of india's best openers rohit sharma according to the bcci the 34 year old will be missing the test series due to a hamstring injury and that there isn't any clarity about his availability for the odis his first 50 over series as the new white ball captain but rohit sharma's curious timing of missing the test series but being ready for the odi triggered speculation of a dressing room rift between him and kohli however kohli rubbished these claims in the press on 15 december asserting that there are no problems between the two of them and that rohit is a very able captain but with the bcci and virat kohli being at odds ahead of the crucial test series will it impact the team mr mukherjee believes that the indian team is too professional to be distracted from what happens off the field He adds that given what the team has been through this entire pandemic, from being cooped up inside one bio bubble after another, players of their quality will not be affected. I think they are too professional for all this. I mean, last okay. year we saw they were living inside a bubble. They were in Australia. Half the team uh, mm-hmm. had to leave uh, because of numerous reasons, injuries. Yeah. They uh, had to. They were at at one point they were actually drafting in whoever they could find, and still they came back winning. I don't think I don't think cricketers of this level of their quality, mm. given how professional they are, they will be affected by all this. past couple of years uh, they have been living a life where they have been either cooped inside a hotel room inside a bio bubble or playing a match that has been followed live by millions they are willing to shred them apart if they make uh, one error yeah. so that has been the level of pressure they have been handling yeah. i think that has seasoned them for more than this he adds that the focus unfortunately has gone from the south africa tour and the players to the drama between the bcci president and captains so much to be talked about on the on the south africa tour and this is the first time india may actually win a series in south africa they have a chance 
This is the most inexperienced South African side they will face since the first series they played in South Africa. And then uh, Priyank Panchal, his um, addition, he has been doing so well in recent past. That where that uh, was subdued. Ruturaj Gaikwad has been doing a phenomenal job in Vijay Hazare Trophy. He is a, um, he should be picked for the ODIs. I can see him play the ODIs again. That has not been talked about. The Women's uh, World Cup schedule has been uh, uh, announced. That went under the radar. I don't know. I mean, somehow we have mo- moved away from cri- from the cricket to quotes by cricket personalities, and mm. I think that's very unfortunate. According to a Times of India report, there were talks among BCCI officials to address the media after Kohli's comments. However, the board eventually refrained from making such statements, adding that they will quote-unquote deal with it. Though it is not clear what action will be taken, what is very clear is the lack of communication between the players and the cricket board and that the BCCI has failed to learn its many lessons from the past. If you liked listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts.